We are joined by Packers legend Mark Tauscher. You hear him on Wildey and Tausch, 9 a.m. to noon, ESPN Milwaukee. Mark, thank you so much for being with us. Absolutely. It's my. It's always my favorite part of my Wednesday. Oh, man, us too. All right, so the Packers offensive line, we don't talk enough about the O-line, I feel like. They've been very good from a bunch of different metrics. I mean, almost any way you want to slice it up. When you look at them, what makes them as a unit so good? What's been the key? I really think the versatility and how they cross-train their guys, and what I mean by that is it's not, all right, you're going to play right tackle and that's it. Uh, you see what Billy Turner has been able to do and how they've moved him from right guard to right tackle, and now with David Bakhtiari being out, being able to slide over and play left tackle. I, when you can have guys that are versatile and can get the job done, it makes everything else easier because – you're only dressing seven, maybe eight linemen on these game days, and if you have an injury like Green Bay has had, and then you have another injury in game, uh, it makes you really just you know jostle around. And to be able to still effectively go out and run your offense without really having any limitations, it is such a big advantage over a lot of other teams that have a hard time putting five players out there that can be productive. I think their coaching staff, and especially Adam Stenovich, deserves a ton of credit for how they train their guys, how they draft their players that can come in and be versatile, and then go out and execute it. I think it's been the story of the, other than Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams, I think that is the story of why this offense has been as good as it's been. Mark Jacksonville stinks. Uh, they are terrible. I mean, they are in the, the Trevor Lawrence sweepstakes. They've lost seven in a row. I have no idea who's even playing quarterback for them anymore. They come in a wounded duck into Lambeau Field. Obviously, the Packers are heading toward the playoffs, leading their division. There's a talent gap. There is a real talent gap here. But how do you keep from that entering your mind as you prepare for a game? Who controls that conversation before Sunday? You know, I, we talked a little bit about this uh, on our show this morning, and it. I think the big thing is the coaches have to be honest with the players and say, you know, if you come in there trying to say, hey, this is, you know, like Lou Holtz used to always do in Notre Dame, oh, this is the greatest team ever. Be honest and say, listen, if we do our job and are executing, we're going to win this football game. Don't lie to your players, but also understand, people were feeling that way about the Minnesota Vikings. And, well, they're one and whatever, five, one and six, and they should – you have to prepare and go out and still – these are still professional players. Can crazy things happen? Absolutely, but – the big thing is make sure you're preparing, make sure you're you know putting everything into it, and don't you, you can't let these guys take things for granted. And it is it's the hardest thing in coaching is when you have a game like this at home against a team that really is struggling with a backup quarterback in there. How are you going to go about preparing and making sure your guys are ready to play? That's going to be something to watch. But yes, you're right. This is a game Green Bay should win, and they should win it going away. Patrick Mahomes is in one bucket on my left. Aaron Rodgers is in one bucket on my right. I give Mark Tauscher one MVP vote for the midseason. Whose bucket are you putting it into? Oh, I'm throwing it over to Aaron Rodgers, and I'm doing it pretty easily. I mean, Mahomes has been fantastic. Uh, they're an 8-1 and one football team. I understand why everybody loves what Mahomes does because he's really good. But when you start factoring in what Aaron has had to deal with and the fact that his best wideouts missed two and some change games – uh, their best tailback is missed. Their left tackle has been out. Their defense has been vulnerable to the run. And the stats that he's putting up with not turning the football over and keeping you in all these games, uh, it's been nothing short of remarkable. Pat Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes, what he did last year and what he's doing is great. But what Aaron Rodgers is doing leading this football team through a lot of tumult, 
uh, I think he deserves to to be the top line or the top bucket, according to Matzik, as far as who's the MVP at this point in the season. Matzik, whose bucket are you putting your vote in? Uh, I think I would put it into Aaron Rodgers just because I don't think he has quite the same supporting cast that Mahomes does, but Mahomes' numbers are off the charts, oh, yeah. too. It's ridiculous. Hey, uh, Tausch, another reminder today. I read how spoiled Packers fans have been at quarterback. Both Rodgers and Favre, in their first 182 games, won 119 of them. Wow, I guess it's good to be us. No, there is no doubt. And I think, you know, I understand a lot of times when you're talking to fans, it's like, well, you, all that great quarterback play and you have two championships. When you talk consistency and you talk about a team that is in the mix, uh, they're there and the quarterback position is so critical in the NFL. I think as fans, we sometimes do take that for granted. But I think this year is another, when you draft a young quarterback like Green Bay did, you start appreciating and not knowing when the end is coming for Aaron Rodgers and you don't know what Jordan Love's future is going to be, you appreciate it and you hope that when things start falling into place and this team is getting healthy and they're in a prime position to get that one seed, this could be another magical year that maybe Green Bay can get a third championship and I think everybody would feel a lot better when you have three rather than two.